Have you ever wondered how a company is able to offer unlimited time off or be a pet-friendly office? Curious how HR leaders manage the well-being of remote or essential workforces? If so, you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Andrea Heron, Head of People for WebMD Health Services, and I'd like to welcome you to the HR Scoop. On this podcast, I talk with other HR leaders to explore the world of unique employee benefits and about the challenges of managing unique workforces, because well-being isn't a one-size-fits-all approach. In part two of my conversation with Kylie Rowe, we discuss the hot topic of whether or not personal brands are constructive for the workplace, why employees make the best company ambassadors, and lastly, Kylie offers some advice for growing your own personal brand. Having a strong personal brand working on a team, can it can help you leverage resources. It can help you get connected to other people from other companies that are maybe already doing something and you don't need to recreate the wheel. The information gathering piece of it, I think is really critical. And the other thing is I'm, I'm a strong believer that especially when you're talking about leadership and creating culture, these things really, truly do need to show up in external marketing functions. And they can absolutely show up when individuals share that they're engaging in activities that are contributing to their well-being in the workplace. And as long as corporations can support individuals to do personal branding and actually provide training to do that well, it can be a huge, it can be a huge bonus for the company because everyone's voice is more credible when someone else is amplifying it. That's true. And I can just almost feel the tension from the HR people listening. Well, we don't want to help people be more marketable because then they're going to leave. (laughs) Well, then you've got to create an environment that they feel supported, they feel connected to. So it's a win-win, not a preparation to help them move elsewhere. Yes. And I actually looking at these little notes that I kind of prepared to have this chat with you, I was thinking the same thing because there's even times when I've been employed where, you know, because I've always been working on my personal brand and there's been times where my brand was stronger than the company that I worked at and there created tension, you know, and if the leader didn't have a big enough vision to understand that I was able to leverage my brand to develop business and to promote the company and to make bigger connections for us, then it was never going to work out. And I think any time that we're coming from a place of fear or scarcity, it's not going to be it's not going to be healthy for ourselves. It's not going to be healthy for the individual. And then we're going to start to impose these sort of feelings upon someone like this is not okay. We need to control this. And anytime that someone feels a sense of control upon them or something becoming mandatory, they're going to want to rebel. And it's just one more reason why somebody's not going to work there. And in the environment that we live in today's age, where people are so online, more online than we've ever been before, it's really hard to regulate using, for example, social media for business or personal. It's so intertwined. And I, I would argue, and I'm sure there's a lot of people right now that might be listening, I would argue that companies should just embrace it, train their people how to do it well, and encourage them and encourage them to do it right. And I mean, the, we do know from the other side of it, HR people know this, you might, you might go and look for someone online. And if you find content that someone posted that isn't reflective of your core values as a company or isn't representative of a type of human that you want to work there, you're not going to hire them. And these are really important things for individuals to understand. And 
Um, when are we going to develop these skills? If not in the workplace, you know, I mean, I had a personal branding course in the MBA program, luckily, but a lot of people don't understand how to do it. And if we can empower them, it's just like giving them another skill for their toolbox. And it's almost a value add, you know, it's a different way to provide um, employee development that employees might actually enjoy. I would, I would suggest that companies put it out in a survey, see if it might be something that individuals would be interested in, but then design some sort of company strategy around how you can integrate individuals using personal branding with the branding that's occurring at the company. And maybe there are social media challenges that occur. There's a hashtag thing that shows up, but the more people that have a similar voice and sharing information, the more it's going to get out there. And that's what the point of personal branding and, and social media is in the first place. This is such a fascinating concept to me because, you know, some of us uh, didn't come up in an era where everything was online and permanent on our record. And now younger folks just coming into whatever industry have a more tangible and very long history of things that they have posted on the internet, which nothing ever really goes away. So the whole idea behind you know, what is out there for you, even when a potential employer looks at your online history. And then what does that say about your company? If that person's employed is just really interesting and Mm -hmm. something that I haven't really seen become a topic of employers, but I could see where it might be worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, whether an employee likes it or not, or the employer likes it or not, Everyone that works there is an ambassador of your company. And, you know, it, it is kind of important to pay attention. I mean, from a PR perspective, you know, if someone if someone did do something that was inappropriate or not acceptable that happened online, what's your policy around that? You know, like a lot of companies actually do have to have these types of policies because these things occur. And if you're going to have policies like that, then why not um, educate and train people how to do it well and and how to do it right? And you know, one of the other things that I'll add about personal branding, especially as it relates to leadership is if you're not online, you're losing credibility and it's, and it's just a matter of fact. And so like for me, for example, you know, if I'm going to look for, you know, a prospective person who I might want to have as my next client, or maybe I'm interviewing someone and I look them up if I go to their LinkedIn profile and they don't have a headshot, maybe it's super old, their bio isn't filled out, they really haven't created any content, I'm starting to naturally question if this person's legit or has any substance behind them. And it's not fair. It's a total, it's a total just what you see and the perception that you have. But we need to understand that your personal brand is what other people say it is. It's not how you define it. You can be, you can do personal branding, which is a strategic process to ultimately help people say the things about you that you want them to. But your personal brand is what Google says about you. It's what other people say about you when you're not in the room. And if you really, if you identify what those things are and you know, okay, that's not it, but I would like to be here instead, there's an active process of things that people can take to change that. And and nowadays, we're looking where people are following thought leaders, you know, people are following people online that are inspiring them and nobody's going to the company page necessarily to get inspired. They're going to the CEO of the company or the executive in the department to see what they're posting. And so it's really something, it's really something to think about. And 
it's really not as difficult as you know it may seem. And right now we're working with our CX Labs program to help them identify, okay, I have X number of hours per week that I can actually spend on social media, for example, where are the people that I want to communicate with? Identify that platform. What are the types of content that's going to deliver these people the most value? And ultimately deciding to create something that's geared toward that audience with the time allotment that you have. And it's just a really great way to um, to not be overwhelmed by it. And one of the simplest things for people who are still with me on this one, if you're not creating a ton of content, it's almost just as valuable to engage online engagement is just as important as creating content. So I'm talking about liking on other people's, liking, commenting, and sharing other people's posts. Because when you do that, your name is seen just as frequently as if you created something yourself. Maybe it would be more powerful if you created the content. But that's one way to easily pick up your personal brand is just really starting to pay attention to stuff that really fits in with who you are, how you want to show up in the world, the, the value that you consistently deliver so that you're showing up talking in conversations that are related to the work you do or the work you're getting into. I like all of this. Okay, everyone. So go right now. Well, after the podcast. Okay. After we're done here, go Google yourself, update your photo and info on LinkedIn. If you exactly. have no idea how people see you, you could ask close friends or colleagues. Yes how they would describe your personal brand. Yes. You could even make it a Google survey if you want to keep it anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> but there are ways you could find out how other people view you. So you could be more active in that. And that is for you individually, but also, you know, think about your leadership teams mm-hmm. specifically. I, you know, it's almost like a 360 eval and it's an activity that we do with our clients where we tell them to go to people that they trust and that they believe really know them to either ask that question, what it is my personal brand, or you can even ask the questions, you know, what are the skills and talents that I'm uniquely better at than other, than the majority of other people that you know. And that's also a really important activity that really leads to self-confidence for one, but it also triangulates information in a way where now all of a sudden you're realizing that there's a theme and people are all saying the same thing that you're really good at this one thing and your brand should really reflect those things so that when people look at you online, they know what to expect from you. And if you have this one unique thing about you, definitely differentiate yourself that way because that's how you're going to amplify your voice and others more. I really like that. And you could incorporate it into a 360 or a succession plan, or if you have specific individuals that you're trying to develop into leadership roles, I think that would be a really great thing to do for them personally. It would make them feel valued because you're helping their brand internal and external. So that could be really valuable just even from an employer perspective for targeted individuals that you want to elevate inside your organization. I love it. I love it so much. And if anyone wants to do that, please reach out and we can start a club because I would <laughs> love to see I would love to see more companies doing that. And I know for me when I was an employer or an employee back in the day, how cool would it have been to have the company really support really support that and support, you know, that professional headshot and support having a really strong bio out there and to sort of teach you how to create content that's customized for your field so that you can really show some thought leadership 
But ultimately, that's just a positive reflection on the company. And please have no fear, HR people. We are not trying to we are not trying to get your people hired elsewhere because ultimately people are very conscious about where they work and they know that if they work in an environment that cares for them and wants to develop their people, that they're more likely to stay. Yeah, we're pushing into the future here, people. <laughs> yeah, there's no turning back. This is the future talking. <laughs> right. I think the whole internet is probably going to stick around so we can make it our friends or we can try and fight the reviews and, totally. you know, on our own. But the mm-hmm. more we can embrace it. I mean, it is interesting. It is definitely a different perspective than I think we've historically taken because to your point, it's most companies have some kind of social media policy about what you can't do. And, you know, some companies run internal campaigns to try and increase their positive reviews. Sometimes that goes well, sometimes that backfires, but I really haven't seen anyone being more proactive about creating uh, more aligned with the vision, the mission, the passion Mm -hmm. of the organization and the individual staff. But even more so, I really think that could be a huge value add for anyone in leadership or those who you want to grow into those roles. Totally. Especially, I mean, look, personal branding can be for anyone just like leadership can, but it's absolutely critical when you have eyes on someone, you know, if it's someone that externally represents your company, those people definitely need to be representing you well, you know, and knowing how to do it. And so a little bit of training can really go a long way in that area. And yeah, I mean, I, I love this. I love this topic of conversation. Um, I'm like personal branding is, is one of my favorites. We actually just right before I got here, I jumped off. We have a branding and marketing office hours as part of our CX labs program where the individuals that enter the program, they learn short tips on something related to branding and marketing. And then we just open it up to questions so that we can just help them. And, um, we talked about developing your brand voice today and your brand magnetic message. And the magnetic message is super simple, but so important and everyone should have it. And it should be two to three sentences, super short. It's why do you do what you do? Who do you serve? How do you do it? And what are the results? Bam. You know, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I think there's some really neat work that could potentially be done we just did a live in our on workplace well-being which i know is a topic that you you talk about a lot and i could really see going through like a workplace well-being thing and um really developing culture and getting people super connected to understand the mission vision values but also alongside of it training people to do that for themselves developing their own personal mission vision and values and getting to do a little bit of crossover of work where you get to identify all the things about your company that make your company great and like why the company does what it does, all the things about you that make you, and then you can sort of find what are the crossover and start to actually discuss a message about yourself as you represent your company. You know, I'm so-and-so and I work here and my company believes in this and I love working here because I have a shared passion with XYZ. I mean, how powerful would that be for the company and more importantly, the individual? Because now they're like, I am so much more, we have a deeper connection than I thought, you know, or whatever, whatever it really does. But I think there's a lot of opportunity to train people to think about these things this way and then help them learn how to communicate it so that they can feel more proud and, and share it online, which is only good for everyone involved. 
Yeah. I mean, that is the dream, right? And then that's coming from a strengths perspective and not that scarcity mindset of, you know, I have to have everything because if you get a little, that's less that I have. There's plenty of joy to go around. And if anything we need right now, it is just more joy. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It is. We need to be connected. We need to be supportive and kind. We need to be kind to each other and to ourselves. Mm, yes, that first. Yes, Let's, kindness starts from within. Yes, we're people too. Okay. Well, speaking of being human, um, it would be great to share with the audience our favorite question, which is something about yourself that people may not know. So I thought of this sort of last minute before the show, and I, I'm sure there's so many options that I could go with, but so when I was in first grade, my family lived in the Los Angeles area and we kind of moved around a little bit when I was growing up and we only lived there for like three years. So I only have a really small, I I think I have like maybe two friends that I still know from those years, but my first grade year, I woke up one day and decided my name was Kyla. I wanted my (laughs) name to be Kyla and I wouldn't go by anything else. And I literally forced my mom and everyone I knew to call me Kyla. And they had to have talks with the teacher and everyone in the classroom had to know I was Kyla. And we have these little pieces of art, you know, like your mom saves like your finger paint thing that you did. And it says Kyla on the top. So, <laughs> I, and then and then we moved the next year to Vancouver, um, Canada, British Columbia. I went back to Kylie. So I don't know what's up with that thing, but I just think that it's kind of funny. Testing the waters and that personal branding. You know, like I don't think it, it must not. <laughs> it must it, the brand did not really resonate on that one, so I had to move on. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I, I think it's impressive that you still have friends from that long ago. Right. I know. Yeah. I have a, I had a really good friend. Her name's Liat and she lives now in Seattle and I visited her over the years. You know, we're, we're in touch. It's not like one of my besties, but, um, it's kind of cool to be connected from people from childhood. And she's still like used to, I'd call her and she'd be like, Kyla, I'm like, I don't <laughs> even know who that is because that was a one year thing. So yes, I do have a secret. And Honestly, not a lot of people know that one. So I'm bringing it public. All right. Well, we'll just keep it to ourselves. It's me (laughs) and you and and all of our friendly listeners here. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure chatting with you and we will catch you all on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the HR Scoop podcast. Please take a moment to rate and subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Google, or directly at webmdhealthservices.com slash podcasts.